What is going on, everybody? Welcome to episode nine of Keeping It Real with Kiesel. Uh, little start, little late start this time, but it's okay. I've been uh, busy with work and outside things, so uh, just uh, appreciative to have the time to sit down to talk to everybody. Uh, you know, I like I said, I always like to thank everyone that's been reaching and listening um, over the last couple of weeks. Can't believe we're nine episodes in. Feels like it's been. Uh, been pretty quick nine weeks more than anything but uh, i appreciate those especially when it's been across the globe uh, obviously here in the u.s barbados nigeria germany australia um netherlands uh canada you know so many different people from different parts of the world are tuning in and listening so i definitely appreciate you guys that are consistently doing it um especially watch on the youtube channel as well this topic is uh is an interesting one right because i was literally just sitting down with some of my co-workers we were at top golf and we were talking about, you know, co- the college experience, right? And we're sitting there and we're talking. And I'm just like, you know, not the, you know, partying and fun and stuff like that side of it, but more of the what did college prepare me for side of it, right? And, you know, this isn't a, a bash on any te- on teachers or professors or anything like that, because obviously you guys are shaping the, the minds of tomorrow today and obviously trying to instill so much knowledge into them in terms of the subject or major or things like that for me i feel like i'm a little bit different right um you know obviously for those that don't know me i played professional soccer for a few years and then currently i'm in um you know a marketing and sales role right now uh working with fortune you know 500 fortune 100 to 500 clients or whatever um and i think one of the things that i feel like i've missed out on or i wasn't taught whether in high school or in college, were kind of like the things that we outsource our money to, right? And I know only a few people know these things, but they don't know everything. And I think one of the biggest things for me, I was like, nobody ever taught me how to do my own taxes, right? And we all know once a year we got taxis and everyone's running here and they're running there and they try doing it themselves on TurboTax or Credit Karma or whatever. And I feel like that's one thing where I never really learned how to do um, what to look for. How can I make my refund as big as possible? Something like that. You know, I I thought it was interesting. I was like, man, like, I wish I would have learned how to do my taxes. Right. Because, you know, one of my coworkers was was talking and he was just like, you know, he's not from the U.S. He's from a different country. And he was saying that the American system is kind of based off of limited debt. I was like, what do you mean? He was like, well, think about it. You go to college, you're in debt. You uh, you have to say, most people that go to school, four-year school, they you know, unless, unless they work or they're fortunate enough to get athletic scholarship or financial scholarship or something like that, the majority of people are going to be in over between sixty dollars and $100,000 worth of student loan debt, right? Um, when you buy a house, you're in debt. You know, you have to take a loan out for some of that. When you get a car, you're in debt. Um, you know, credit cards, you're in debt, right? There's so many things that we go in debt for and the system is just telling us we got to pay off these things. And it's just funny that this topic kind of came up that the last like two weeks I've seen like stuff on like Twitter or Instagram where like people are talking about, you know, I have $80,000 in student loan debt. I just paid off over the last four years, like 25,000 of it. How do I still owe $94,000 worth of student loan debt? And like, you're just like, obviously you got interest, but like, how does that make sense, right? Um, That we're putting ourselves in so much financial debt just to, you know, 
go to a four-year institution. I'm not saying it's not worth it because 100% is, but you know what? In terms of college, what I think one of the biggest things that I learned was how to one take care of myself, live on my own. I find out who I was as an individual, um, and you know, coming out of college, like I never, nobody really taught me how to budget. Right. Um, nobody taught me about the whole financial literacy and things like that. Um, I learned how to play soccer. I learned how to you know, manage time in terms of studies and s- school and soccer and things like that. But never really had, you know, there wasn't a course on it. Right. And I feel as though like, you know, there are a lot of things that, you know, we need to know as people coming out of college or coming out of high school that should prepare us for the next thing. You know, and like and I think one of the biggest things is how to do your taxes how to balance a checkbook. What is a checkbook, right? Um, what else is there? I mean, there's so many different things on different ways that, you know, we can be successful in terms of life instead of just kind of learning from mistakes. Um, you know, and, and to be fair, you don't have to, and I'm not saying that you shouldn't go to college, but like, you know, people should. Uh, if I had kids, I would definitely tell them that you should go to school. But there are so many different other avenues that we can take that's not going to cause us $100,000 in student loan debt with like a 15% interest. So we're going to be buried in student loan debt for the rest of our lives. Um, you know, you can make a six-figure income on, on in a certain type of trade, whether plumbing, pipe fitter, you know, whatever. Um, electrician, you know, there's so many different trades that you could do that don't require uh, a you know university degree to make a six-figure income. Um, you know, obviously you could be an entrepreneur, and then you know you could do start your own business or different streams of income, things like that. That could uh, always give you six-figure income. Um, you know, there are so many different avenues that people can take that can fulfill the life that they want without going to a four-year degree and causing so much financial debt. And, you know, I think there's a lot of things that I think parents teach their kids, you know, but sometimes, you know, kids don't necessarily listen to the parents. It's always that time where like your parents can tell you the same thing for like eight, nine years, but they only take one stranger who they look up to to say it once and now it clicks. Right. And it's, and it's just it's interesting. And it's weird. But um, yeah, like the whole, you know, college route, I said, I love college. College was awesome. You know, if I could go back and do four years again in province, I wouldn't hardly but, you know, l- looking back on it, right, being, being 20, 28, 20, 29 in a week, you know, I'm like, hmm, like, what could I have learned more that would have prepared me for life after, you know, and I think um, the financial side of it is probably one of the biggest things and not even talking about being a business major or dealing with math, but like, like I said, the tax thing, right, how to, how does credit work, I think that's a huge thing that a lot of people don't know, like, how does my credit score work, right, obviously, now I know that there's a part of it that has to do with how long you've had credit, like, the history of it, um, you know, there's good credit, there's bad credit, um, you know, minimum payments, doing the interest rates on credit cards, things like that, what loans, you know, apply to that, um, you know, like, no, I didn't know this till after the fact that, like, you should probably keep less than 30% of your credit limit. Like you shouldn't, you shouldn't spend more than more than 30% of your credit limit. Like I had no clue about that stuff. Um, you know, things like that are things are huge for you know people that are young coming out of college that a lot of people don't know or can't teach us because we they don't know themselves. So that for me, I was just like, man, like I wish I would have known all this stuff earlier. Like I wish I'd known how to budget. You know, like taking my expenses. Um, you know, figuring out what I'm paying each and every month for a thing, what I need to make, 
how much do I want to save, things like that. You know, I think those are important classes um, that should be taught. And, and I don't know how you jam, you know, it seems like a simple topic, but like how do you jam all that into a full semester that's worth three credits to help somebody grow? Um, and, like, and, like, and it's funny because I was talking about it. I was like, like I said, Providence College, Catholic school, me being at 28 years old, almost 29, I couldn't tell you who has the caves. Somebody got some caves. Could be Plato, Aristotle, one of them. Somebody got some caves over there and, you know, the rings of whatever and this stuff like that. And like, and there's no disrespect to anyone that, you know, that teaches this stuff. But I'm just like, you know, for me, that wasn't my study. Like at Providence, uh, when I was there, you had to take this class, Development of uh, Western Civilization, for four semesters. And it was a five credit course. And you couldn't graduate without taking that course. Right. And within that course, we had to go, there's a literature part, there was a theology part. There was a philosophy part and there was a history part, right? Um, and, you know, a lot of my friends that I went to school, they went to Catholic school, so they already know this stuff, so it was a little bit easier for them. Me, I, you know, I didn't, so I was trying to figure out how all this works, who's who, trying to make sense of it, maybe apply it, right, to figure it out. And then it just didn't click for me, right? And um, I struggled because... Not that I'm like, how is this going to benefit me once I'm done college? It's just like, it just, it wasn't an interest in terms of what I wanted to do. Like I knew going into it that I wanted to be a professional soccer player. So I knew that everything that was related to soccer was my main focus. And I had to go to school and be halfway decent at school to be eligible to play soccer. So my thing was like, all right, well, let me just put the time in so I can make sure I'm eligible to play. That was my mindset, right? And for me, you know, before the injury and things like that, I was like, man, I'm going to be doing soccer for the rest of my life. Once I'm done playing soccer, I'm going to coach soccer and call it a day, right? And that was my mindset. Um, obviously, things change and life changes and, you know, things happen. But I can't, you know, like, even if I was a business major, right? Um, you know, I had to take, you know, different math courses and things like that. And me and math weren't it was a hate and hate relationship. Like I hated math. I wasn't good at math. Um, I tried really, really hard just to get like a C minus, you know what I'm saying? Like it just, it just didn't come natural to me whatsoever. And I was really trying to do my best just to make it work. Um, but I think, you know, I don't know how, if colleges are, they could itemize or, you know, you know, prioritize what somebody wants to do and make it that specific. Because think about it. Like I went, uh, once I changed, changed, um, changed my major to sociology you know in, in my head I was like well if soccer doesn't work out I'll just be the next Dr. Phil you know what I'm saying that'll be the easy thing um but doing more research I realized that I would have to go back to school get my master's degree you know put myself in more student loan debt than to pursue a career as like you know whether it's a counselor specialist somebody that somebody could talk to and I'm just like I'm not interested in that doing that either like I, I did my four years I have $20,000 with a student loan debt that's not getting any less anytime soon, you know, you know, just like, why would I go back to do more work, you know, and, and it's funny because I was never the best student anywhere, but you, you literally couldn't pay me, literally couldn't pay me um, to go back to school, that's how bad it was, um, you, you, I mean, if you gave me a million dollars, I'd probably do it, but outside of that, probably not, um, and I think it, it's just, just so many things that I feel like kids are missing out that they need the everyday tools of life to be successful um like i think communication skills is a dying breed for sure like uh even now like with what i do or when i interview people i mean some people don't even know how to have conversations and you're interviewing for a position you know like conversation i'm definitely not going to hire you can't have a conversation with me or hold a conversation 
right? You know, I think finding interest in other people um, is super important and trying to figure out what makes them tick or stuff like that. Um, I think another thing that a lot of sometimes, I don't know all schools or whatever, but a cooking class. And, you know, guys, you can laugh at me all you want to, but, you know, you're able to, you're able to cook. You're going to set yourself apart when it comes for somebody's looking for somebody to spend the rest of their life with it. Because uh, just like we know, you know, the way to our hearts, through our stomach. So if you're able to do the same thing for somebody else, trust me, that's going to take you a long way. But like, I, I, I know people even to this day that don't even know how to boil water. You know, they're 27, 28, 29 years old. And I'm just like, how have you lived more than anything? You know, and it's just like eating out and stuff like that. And, you know, I think a cooking class would be absolutely astronomical. I think just to know the basic stuff on how to make food that you can eat for a while. You know what I'm saying? And there's that saying where like, I can show a man, I can, you know, I can give a man a fish, he'll eat for a day, but I can show a man how to fish and he'll eat for eternity. I'm like, listen, if we could show the next generation of kids what to do, you know, how to do it and be successful, I think there'll be less problems in the world more than anything, right? I, I think it's super important, um, you know, communicating, communication skills, um, cooking classes, right? And there's different levels. Not saying you have to be a chef, but like you need to know how to at least feed for, feed yourself, right? Not And not having ramen noodles every night or, you know, Velveeta mac and cheese. And just being able to kind of set yourself aside to, you know, to be able to cook and to have different varieties. And you and you think about it, how many different cultures are there in this world? Just a ton, right? You look at each, every individual culture from not just here in the U.S., but you go to Mexico, you go to Canada, you can go to Brazil, you could go to Japan, you can go to India, you could go to England, Germany, you know, Portugal, Ghana, Ivory Coast, South Africa, you know, um, the, um, you know, Turkey, Israel, Russia, right? There's so many different cultures with so many different foods. And like, for me, you know, obviously maybe it's just me being older, but like, I would love to be able to learn something from, from every different culture and be able to have that for my, for my own, right. And being able to broaden those horizons and uh, different um, aspects of life. I think that would be an awesome trait to have, but how, you know, how can the university fit all this in? I mean, I think there's basic things that people need to know, right. And then depending on the university, they have to, you know, teach their philosophy and what education is, whether they're, you know, a, a religious denomination or, just a public school, whatever, but like, I mean, we have to prepare these kids for the next step in their life, and I think I said in a couple episodes before, we're just like, I'm a kid freshman year, didn't even know how to do laundry, like, what, how do you, how do you, you know what I'm saying, like, how do you, you know, you gotta clean your clothes, you know, make it up after your bed, things like that, and um, it's just such transferable everyday skills that I feel like a lot of people are missing nowadays, I'm just like, how can we fix that, you know, like, um, you know, feeding yourself is one thing, um, Another example, how to change a tire. I know a lot of people that don't know how to change a tire or even put oil in their car, right? I mean, those are things that you're, I think if you're driving a car, you should know all these basic things by far, right? How to change the oil, um, how to change a tire, um, how to change a headlight or taillight because those go out all the time without us even knowing more times than not then you get pulled over and you're just like, I have no clue, right? There's so many small things that I think a lot of people don't know. And then, like I said before, there's going to be at some point when your, your support system, your mom, dad, uncle, brother, whatever, it's not going to be there and you're going to have to rely on yourself and um, or even change a battery. I mean, I kid you not, I think last year I had to change my girlfriend's battery in her car and I was like, 
I had no idea what to do, so I had to YouTube it. Found a YouTube video, learned myself, and did it, right? But now that's a skill I have for the rest of my life that I know how to do it and things like that. Um, you know, and there's so many different things that are, are self-fixable that you don't have to outsource your money to. Where if you're able to do it yourself, like doing drywall, right? If you're looking to renovate a house or like make an outlet, you know, um, you know, if you're a plumber, like there's so many different small skills that I feel like to make the well, well-rounded human being that can one provide for themselves while well, provide for their family or, or things that, that um, are missing. And I don't know how you put that in a class or how you put that in a major or that's just a general like studies type thing that you need to do before you graduate. I think that'd be a huge stepping stone. And that's the way that you change generations by, you know, teaching people how to not just live for themselves, but to also teach people how to do it themselves. Right. I think it's one of the biggest things that I'm learning in terms of, you know, my career path is like, you know, I've you know been pretty successful in terms of what I'm doing. Can I help somebody else be successful as well by being just as replicable as possible? And to be fair, it's not hard to follow a recipe to make lasagna. Right. You literally go to the store, you need you figure out what exactly you need. You have a measuring cup and then you, there you go. Right. Um to change a tire right there's so many things that tells us being resourceful that we can use nowadays especially going on youtube or typing in google you could pretty much find anything on how to do something it's specific to the car year make and model right and there's just so many things that were just not there i mean to be fair even for myself like i'm always down for a new experience and learning something new um but you know if somebody in my family doesn't know how to do it i'm gonna have to learn it by myself um and I think it's it's crazy to think about, right? We're 2020 and we got kids graduating college that can't cook for themselves, you know, can't change a tire. And think about it, right? How many times do we see people on the side of the road, their tire got flat or got popped or whatever? Or prime example, ran out of gas. I see that too many times. When you see cars that got cars that ran out of gas and it's like, how hey, you run out of gas when in the car? Like don't you have a check engine light or, or a little gas light that goes on when you're out? And having just a, a spare two gallons in your trunk that'll get you to the nearest gas station, right? Because you know, you know, miles per gallon, say you got twenty miles per gallon, you got two gallons, or you got forty miles, that'll get you to the nearest gas station, I'm sure of it, whether you're on the highway or not. Right. And it, I think it's just small little life hacks that we're just not teaching people. And I think now even just doing this episode, it's bringing awareness to me of like things that I need to make sure that I'm teaching my kids and whenever that time comes um, to help them be successful. Because I'm just like, there's no way that I'm going to let my kid go off to college, not know at least the basic skill and how to cook for themselves, how to do their laundry, clean up after themselves, how to change a tire, how to do their oil, how to do change oil in their car. Um, before I even cut their hair, right? I mean, I don't know, you can tell me I did a bad job last time, but I've been cutting my hair since 2016. You know, that's saving me 20 bucks every two weeks. You do the math, it's like a, a couple hundred bucks every year that's going to somebody else where you can do it yourself, right? I'm not saying it's easier, it looks good all the time, but uh, it's a self sufficient way that, you know, if you're looking to save some money, um, learn a new skill, right? Every year we got to do our taxes, learn how to do the taxes, right? You, do, you invest in yourself, that might cost, say it costs you 100 bucks on how to do your taxes. You never have to pay somebody again to do your taxes, right? And that's every year, right? You, and you just put $100 in to learn yourself. Why not, right? And then, you know, why? And, you know, people go back to school to do these different things and stuff like that. And, like, even for me, like, I went to school of sociology and I'm in, you know, the business world, right? Not that I don't, you know, hate, love my, not that I hated my degree or anything like that, but I'm just like, I'm using what I was already born with or I learned on the way to help me benefit other people in terms of leadership or you know the marketing side of things and 
you know, just being able to replicate this back. And this didn't come with a four-year degree. Do I have a minor in business? For sure. Do I remember anything about those business classes when I was in uh, college? No shot. Right. And it's no, and it's not like, not trying to be mean. It's just it's like, yo, I wasn't the best student in the world. And I can admit that I had to work really hard to get the grades that I got. And I think I finished with within my major to 3.0, everything included was like a two seven or something like that. I don't know. But, you know, it's, you know, I think one of the biggest things is can we do something where we very itemize and like focus you know, our attention on what these kids are going to need to be successful and i think the biggest thing is like we got cha- like i don't know how you do that in college like maybe challenge them or like throw them obstacles their way or something like where they see like the resilient side of them they could do it not do it whatever but you know there's so much that you know i feel like we could do um moving forward to change the landscape right to change the 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 thought process um you know and i think the communication side of it is probably number one there's a lot of people that i come in contact with that are just and there's nothing wrong with it right but they're just socially awkward in terms of meeting somebody that's not their friend group um and having a conversation i'm just like that it's all good you know what i'm saying i'm just like I feel like with how technology is and everyone's the glue to their phone nowadays and not be able to have conversation, um, it makes things a lot harder because those soft skills are never going to die. I don't care how good of technology we get moving forward. Even I get even frustrated myself because like if I'm looking into something and I have a question, I want to ask somebody in real time about what's going on, right? Like there was a point where I was looking to get a new car and I was looking like our Carvana and stuff like that. Cause you know, it's easy. I ain't got to talk to nobody, but like, I'm like, well, I got some questions about the financing or, you know, I want to see the car first before I make a decision or, you know, can you tell me more about the car or the owner or whatever? But if I, for me, I'm the type of person where if I can't get my questions asked in real time, I'm just not going to do it. It's just not going to happen. Right. If you make me feel uncomfortable in one way, shape or form about, you know, the buying process, I'm not going to do it. Right. I mean, that comes to those soft skills. Um, because you have to realize at some point you're going to have to buy a car, which is going to have to talk to a sales representative. At some point you're going to have to buy a house. You're going to have to talk to a real estate agent. Um, you know, you're going to have to get, you know, X, X, Y, and Z as you get older. And like, you have to be able to have conversation and just being able to communicate on different levels is I think is super important that a lot of people are taking for granted because those soft skills are never going to go away. Whether, you know, especially like, you know, you talk about the sales side of it, you know, the face-to-face interaction with people that I don't care who you are, right? Why do you think all these different companies outsource to have these sales representative, um, you know, knock on your door, call you over the phone, stand in a retailer, stuff like that. Because, you know, because we see commercials all the time, but do we act on it? No. We see billboards all the time, but do we act on it? No. Right. And, and the more you think about it, it's just, it becomes harder and harder um, to get the, to get the customers to buy in. But if you have somebody who's one, a good person, good personality, and they'll be able to answer your questions in real time, especially if it's a product that you've been thinking about getting anyway, it's a, it's a no brainer. You know, why did, why wouldn't you do it? Right. And I think that's super important because like the salt, those soft skills on having conversations with people is going to change um, the way. I don't care pandemic or not, though, that face to face interaction is never going to die, in my opinion. Right? You can sit behind a computer all you want to, but an ad could pop up for Xfinity. I'm just like, nah, because I know me, I don't want any contract. I don't want any fees. Um, if you can set it up for free on top of it, I'm going to do my best to, you know, 
get that inflation fee kicked out of there as well. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's so many things that I have questions about. I'm not just going to do something from a flyer that I see that got sent to my mailbox because usually I didn't got my name on it, throwing it in the trash anyway. You know what I'm saying? So, um, and I'm sure all we do that too. You know, <laughs> coupons, stuff like that, you get from the grocery store, yeah, throw it away. Right? And, and we do that religiously, but being able to have that face to face interaction um, is important. Um, and even if, like, you know, being an entrepreneur, um, you know, trying to be own your own business, things like that. Um, I feel like they don't teach that in college, right? They don't teach you how to be an entrepreneur. There's it's like a self within drive of you want to be greater than a you know a couple book in classroom or book in a classroom or a professor lecturing. And um, there's so many different books out there, right? That people can invest their time into. It's going to tell them everything that they need to know and how um, it's going to benefit them and the steps to get there. Um, and you have to think, like you know the that 1% in the world or the wealth in the world comes from people that are willing to do things that other people aren't, right? And, you know, I mean, you have to think about it. People that have Facebook or, you know, Tesla or Apple or whatever, you know, these creators of these companies were willing to work six, seven, eight days in a row and not have a weekend to be successful. Now their freedom of time, freedom of money is out, you know, whatever. But, um, you know, it's a lot of the, a lot of those things, um, change the perspective when you get into it because i know a lot of people that say they want to do this they want to do that and that i feel like that college right there is what prepares people for that they were like yeah i want to be an accountant but when they get in that math class they're not ready for all those that whatever the case is they they die they die out they quit and they want to do something else which is all good but then you weren't ready for that you didn't want that bad anyway um and i think it's just interesting right how how can we create the next wave the next level of um of um you know next generation of kids to be self-prepared is there a, is there a, a you know a broad class where you know you learn how to do your taxes you learn you learn how to balance a checkbook you know how to cook for yourself you know how to change a tire right um or even high school is doing this right obviously there's basic things that we need to know like obviously we learn in high school about american history you know what our past is like and things like that um you have to learn how to see how to write papers and things like that but another thing that I feel like a lot of people don't know is how to write a check, right? People can write a 10-page paper but can't write their own check or know what to do, right? Or, um, you know, they can write a 10-page paper but they don't know anybody else's history in terms of countries. Like, obviously, you know, there's hundreds and hundreds of years of history that, you know, the world has gone through, you know, but how do we make that, you know, that other people are well aware of what's going on? Like, I, I kid you not, I think one of the one things that I actually remember from college, I was taking a, uh, a black studies course and I learned, I'll never forget it. I don't know why, but like, I never forgot that. I, I thought it was fascinating that Brazil had more slaves than the United States during the whole slavery period. I thought it was fascinating. I don't know why. I was like, oh my God, really? Because you, you learn about slavery so much in American history and how the slaves got here and how they were treated in the plantations and underground railroad and civil rights and stuff like that. But I actually found out that there, there were more slaves in Brazil than here in the U.S. And if you think about it, for those of you that are soccer people, if you look at the Brazilian national team, right? There's so many different shades of Brazilian. Right? There's Brazilians that look like me. There's Brazilians that look like Tom Brady. Right. And they have everything kind of in between. Right. And that's why it was so diverse was because of how the slave trade was. Also, the different what different thing was that, you know, Brazil treated their slaves actually as like more of like servants, indentured servants, didn't like do the abuse that, you know, we did here in the U.S. And I was like, and I, and like I said, out of everything that I went through in Providence, um, 
that's one of the things that always stuck with me and I, I'll never forget it and and because I was always taught all about American history but I never was taught about anybody else's history right and I thought it was very fascinating how that was um, but it's things like that that you know shape and it's it's a piece of knowledge that you know would somebody on this watching this or hearing this benefit from maybe not but you know I think it's small things like that that fascinate us because I feel like with the average kid, and correct me if I'm wrong, because I know I felt this way, when you get bored in school, you don't retain the information. It goes in one ear, out the other. You memorize it for a few hours to do well on the test, and then you forget about it, right? Regardless, and even, maybe even within your major, same thing, right? And that's why I think I did well so well at sociology, because I could write a paper. I could write a five-page paper in two hours. That's not a problem, right? Um, but things that I was going to apply, and, and knowing me, I knew I wanted to play soccer, so not that I wasn't concerned with it, but I knew that all I needed to do was do all this so I could play that. And that's what it came down to, right? But there was so still, even then, right, there were still so many small things that I didn't know um, coming, out of, uh, coming out of college that I wish I did that would have made my life a little bit easier, right? And, um, you know, I think I, I have a better understanding now, but, I, you know, a lot of people still don't understand how to even write a letter or how to how to mail a letter or how it's supposed to look. You see it in the mail all the time, but do you know how to write one? And that and those are the small things that like people will be like, oh snap, I didn't know that. I didn't think about that because everyone's like already you know it's like a you know a normal thing that you should know how to do this. But I don't know. If there's many people teaching it in a class, right? Like we teach, we tell, we sh we show kids how to do well on the SAT so that they can get into college, but do we ever tell kids when we're there what to do, right? I mean, we're sending kids off first time by themselves away from home, you know, how to act like a normal human being, you no know, going hog wild for the first time. And I think sometimes for me, I, it worked out it worked out well because I did so many soccer camps, overnight camps at different universities or whatever. So I knew that I was away from home and I knew how to react and I knew how to act because if I didn't act well, somebody was going to whoop my butt when I got home. Right. And the same thing kind of applied when I was in college. I knew that, like, you know, not acting a fool and getting drunk on the lawn and passing out and on campus or whatever were things that you're not supposed to do because one, it looks, makes you look bad, but also makes your parents look bad or whatever the case is. Um, and it's just, I don't know, maybe, you know, this maybe isn't a topic for another time, but like there has to be some type of curriculum that's just a life curriculum that, you know, kids need to know to graduate. Like you cannot graduate school if you can't make yourself a three course meal because you need to survive, right? You can't go to McDonald's and Wendy's every night um, I think that's going to be okay. Um, you can't graduate college on knowing how to do your own taxes. You can't go to college on knowing what, or how to credit, how your credit score is going to affect you, or what, uh, um, you know, how the, how your credit score works, or how the stock market. Right? I think knowing how the stock market. I mean, for people that whether people invest or not, who cares? But knowing how it works, knowing how what politics say affect it knowing how the world economy affects it, right? Obviously, we've seen the pandemic, how it had an effect on all the stock market, almost going back to the Great Depression. You know, things like that. And like, to be fair, I have no clue. I just know that things weren't good. Things were shutting down. Maybe that had a correlating effect, but I personally didn't know, maybe even to this day, still don't know how it's all intertwined, right? And I think things like that um, can make the difference because having one person being able to teach us this stuff will allow us then to relay it to others and then from there 
it grows and we're seeing progress of people being able to communicate well, understand how X, Y, and Z work in terms of stock, bonds, trades. I mean, think about it. People are going to retire at some point, right? Do people know coming out of college that they should probably start a retirement fund? A Roth IRA, how that works, you know, the penalties involved, they take money out early, how much they can put in it, you know, a 401k, how does that work, right? All these things that a lot of people don't know about. And they're, and to be fair, you can start whenever you want to, but the earlier you start, the better it's going to be and the bigger return you're going to get. So why not start now, right? And nobody's telling us these things, right? Because I don't think I had one professor in high school, college, whatever, say how the retirement works. What do I do when I retire? What do I get from the government, right? You know, what's the kind of life that I want to live? You know what I'm saying? Like, there's so many things that go into it and there should be some type of course or whatever, but I think kids will take more away from that, using that stuff each and every day than um, something, uh, a course that's not going to help them once they get out of college. Right. And I think, you know, all professors are important. All teachers are important um, because they're shaping the young minds. But there needs to be a specific course, lesson, curriculum, whatever you want to call it, that specializes in this stuff. And it's going to help people further on uh, value their life and things like that. I mean, because think about it, I'm sure you know, and I know a whole bunch of people that don't know how to do a lot of stuff or if they even started saving or how to save or how much money to save. Um, so we got, I think we got to work on that. I think this, this is a topic that can definitely go into more detail and hopefully, you know, you guys listening to this and watching this could come up with an idea because I would love to do something like this to, or even, even learn, right. Myself, um, somebody writing a book or whatever, um, a college course that'll help shape the people. Cause I would love to learn how to cook more food. I would love to learn how to do my own taxes. I would love to learn, um, you know, so many different things that'll make my life better that I don't have to outsource that to somebody else. Um, and I think that'll be great. Well, listen, guys, I appreciate you guys again for tuning in, listening in, um, and I've taken the time out to listen to me blab on about so many different things, uh, in terms of life and my perspective, um, uh, feel free to share, right? Share to your friends, uh, follow on all social media platforms, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram at keeping it real KB, um, shoot me an email, keeping it real with KB at gmail.com. Um, so we're only getting started. It's going to get better. We're going to have more fun. Special guests will be coming in season two. Um, you know, there's going to be so many good things coming. I'm, I'm excited to dive in deep with you guys, but I hope everyone has a great rest of your night. Enjoy your week. Um, and let's just get after it. Many blessings, guys.